BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and... Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. And the hype fest has no end. I was watching the Sunday night game, the Yankees and the Red Sox, a second part of a day-night doubleheader at Fenway Park. And it was Aaron Judge this, it was Aaron Judge that, and it was the Red Sox beating the Yankees in that second game, 3 nothing. And, yes, does Aaron Judge lead the major leagues in home runs? Absolutely. Did he hit a fly ball that looked like it was going to go out at Fenway? Yes. They got that Fugazi triangle. In center field. And Jackie Bradley Jr. Coming over there. And making the play. Right there. Is, uh, he knew. He knew that Jackie Bradley. He knew that ball was going to be catchable. And it was. And he caught it. And the Red Sox also got a home run from Mookie Betts. And so they win that game. Uh, and avoid the nuclear bomb being dropped by the Yankees. By going into Fenway. And smashing all over the Red Sox. So. The end of the weekend series, you look at the American League East standings, and the Red Sox still have a three-game lead. And you look at the wild card standings, and the Rays now are in the number one wild card spot in the American League. The Yankees only a game and a half in front of the Minnesota Twins. But this leads us to a conversation. I was enjoying the solitude of a relaxing weekend. Right, to getting away from the, the daily stresses of uh, the, the mothership here at Fox Sports Radio. And I, I paused, as I usually do from time to time, to answer listener questions on social media. We call it the original Ask Ben. And now one of the more interesting questions that kind of came in late, late in the game, like a leaky faucet dripping in uh, questions over the weekend on social media. And one of the more interesting ones, was about the top rookies in baseball, Aaron Judge and Cody Bellinger. This guy, Justin, in Nashville, asked who is more beneficial to their respective teams, Bellinger 
for Judge. Now, I, my pick was Cody Bellinger. It still is Cody Bellinger. But I thought I would expand on that here because, as you might imagine, the Yankee fanboys got very upset. And, uh, oh, you're just a Dodger propagandist. What's wrong with you? You don't know what you're talking about. The guy leads the majors, Aaron Judge, in home runs. And you think Bellinger's better? Yeah, it's a typical, typical knuckleheads responding. But I, a couple of thoughts here. In this context, again, the question was who is more beneficial to the respective team, Bellinger or Judge? Now, my pick is Cody Bellinger. Two things, though. Juggernaut creator, and we're also splitting hairs here. And I'll explain this to you very simply. Number one, Cody Bellinger has sparked one of the great onslaughts in Dodger history, going back to when they were in Brooklyn. This has been ridiculous. The Dodgers were 9-11 and when Cody Bellinger made his debut in a random April day against the San Francisco Giants. At that time, Cody Bellinger first put on the Dodger uniform in the regular season in 2017. There were 19 teams that had a better record at that time. Now, I realize it's only 20 games, but there were 19 teams in professional baseball at the major league level that had a better record. That first performance against the Giants was a clear point of demarcation. And since then, the Dodgers, who are not playing baseball on Monday, but they just swept the Marlins in Miami, the Dodgers are 55-18 and 18 since Cody Bellinger first debuted. 7.53 winning percentage with Bellinger since he came up. Now, he hasn't played in every one of those games, but it's the top record in baseball by a wide margin. Uh, the Astros are next, but there's like a five- or six-game difference between those two teams since Bellinger made his debut. And he leads the Dodger lineup in home runs and RBI. He's got 26 home runs, and he came up near the end of April. This is a juggernaut creator, what Cody Bellinger has been able to do. And and as Bellinger goes, so go the Dodgers. There's a much bigger disparity, much bigger disparity, in the difference between how Bellinger plays when the Dodgers win and how he plays when they don't win. And it's much greater than Aaron Judge. Bellinger's got a 689 slugging percentage. He's got an over 1,000 OPS in the Dodger wins. When he does not hit the baseball well, when when he's when they lost, Bellinger's hit 215 with an OPS of 642 in those 18 losses since he got called up. His presence, Cody Bellinger, in that particular Dodger lineup has made Justin Turner an all-star. Corey Seager has played much better. Uh, everyone is better because of the presence of Cody Bellinger. You can say some of the things about Aaron Judge. The second part of this, though, this particular question, again, more beneficial, Aaron Judge or Bellinger. The question was not who's getting more hype. If you ask me who's getting more hype, the answer is easily going to be Aaron Judge every single day. Judge has the New York hype machine behind him, and that matters. The commissioner of baseball who plays softball at Central Park on the weekends, Rob Manford, is a big part of this, right? The New York bubble and all that. That's the world they live in. Anything within 100 miles of New York they like, and really only within about 15 miles of New York. But the marketing arm of Major League Baseball has worked overtime to build up the legend. We just talked last week about some of this with the myth building in Miami the home run derby, the fact that NASA was involved in this, the uh, the NASA people, the defying rocket scientists, the home run. And, and since Mike Trout is either unwilling or unable to take the reins as the face of baseball, and Bryce Harper doesn't seem to be moving the needle much either, uh, so Judge is right there, right? He's ready to take the ball. But, again, that's marketing. That's marketing. You never underestimate the power of that I-95 corridor and that contingent and how powerful that is. But the myth building is a very real thing, and I I do enjoy watching Aaron Judge play. Uh, We pointed out these swings like Paul Bunyan, 
and following in the footsteps of some of the other gargantuan sized home run hitters like Adam Judge or Adam uh, Dunn rather. Adam Dunn, I played for the Nationals, the White Sox, a bunch of other teams, and Dave Winfield of a generation prior. But the, the question here was again, who is more beneficial? The answer is still Bellinger. Aaron Judge. If you look at when the Yankees have won and when they've lost, even in the losses, Aaron Judge is still hitting almost 300. And his OPS is 983 when the Yankees have lost. His performance, while it is certainly down, it is not down all that dramatically from the point of reference with Cody Bellinger. So this is the definition of splitting hairs. It is. And the the Yankees are four games over 500 at this point. They're fighting for a wild card, trying to catch the Red Sox in the American League East. And the the Dodgers, on the other hand, are looking to win 110-plus games this year. They are, they've hit the, the turbo button, and they have uh, jetted off. Uh, they have uh, found uh, synergy is what they have found. But the, the bottom line, you got Bellinger, who's three years younger, and he has the handicap, which is a real handicap, of playing in Dodger Stadium. That is not a hitter's park, right? Power or otherwise. And so you combine the dimensions, the dimensions, the thick night air, that marine layer, which is a real thing, courtesy of the Pacific Ocean. And it it's typically a place power hitters go to die. It's a pitcher's paradise. Yankee Stadium, on the other hand, is the the opposite. It's polar opposite. So we'll we'll toss in the fact that the Dodgers are in the same division with the Diamondbacks and the Rockies. And you say, well, that might not matter. You know, who cares? Big deal. whoop de damn do But in the National League, which is not that great, you've, you've only got five teams, I believe, that uh, – well, I guess the Braves are now – the Atlanta Braves are playing 500 baseball. So the number's gone up a little bit. So the number's gone up a little bit. But the, it was like six teams. Now I guess it's – You've got the Dodgers, Nationals, Diamondbacks, Rockies, Brewers, Cubs, Braves. So you're up to seven. Seven teams in the National League that are playing either 500 or better. Six teams that are above 500. And one of them's the Cubs. There's only a game above 500. But the Rockies, who have not played very well over the last month, the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers, three of the top four teams in the National League are all in the same division. And yet the Dodgers have opened up a 10-and-a-half game lead over Arizona in the National League West. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. If you would like to be part, you know the number. Give us a buzz. We'd love to hear from you. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. And our Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. That's Ben Maller Show. You can be part of the program that way. And Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Did not get a DUI like Aaron Carter, so he was able to make it to the show uh, tonight. Congratulations, Eddie, on that. Well, thank you. Yes. Uh, you didn't have to miss a concert tonight. No, I, no, I did not have to yeah. miss a concert tonight. That's good. Um, I, I, uh, not, not, not too much drinking for me anymore these days. Kind of yeah, just, you know, maybe the odd party here and there. I had a root beer flavored beer at your yes. Christmas party. Well, that is the top alcoholic beverage. I didn't. I wasn't. Farts. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, well, it's like you're not even drinking, but you are drinking because there's a high alcohol content in that compared to like your typical beer. I, I was unaware of that. You did not inform me of that. Well, you were there for long enough. You're fine. You're all right. And plus, it was like six months ago, or seven months ago, whatever it was. I'm just. I'm just saying. I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. No. I saw one of the great stories I've. Uh, I've seen. Wow, that sounds pretty uh, it, impressive. It involves air travel, and I don't travel much these days, but there was a time in my life where I did travel quite a bit. Did you see the flight that was, uh, well, how do I describe this? I want to describe this right. Uh, fa- passengers were forced off, all passengers, Eddie, forced off a jet. All right, some kind of safety issue? Yes, uh, this is in Raleigh, North Carolina. Now, what do you think the cause was? Did you see this story? No, Are you aware no of this? I'm not aware of the story. One of my favorite air travel stories. The kind of a story that every 10-year-old boy uh, told at one point, but it has become true. It has become real life. It has become something that has actually happened. And, you know, these sports teams, we can talk about it on a sports radio show, Eddie, because these sports teams, you know, they travel so much. They're on planes all the time. This could actually affect a team traveling around. So uh, the flight 
the, I want to give you more backstory, right? The, apparently, the, some of the, the people on the flight said they suffered from nausea and headaches. All right? This is according to a uh, spokesman for the airline. Okay. It's having a Sunday afternoon. All passengers had to get off the jet. So something that affected yeah. multiple people. Yeah. Uh, and it, the, the plane had not left yet? It was waiting to leave? Is that it right? It was an American Airlines plane Sunday afternoon. And all the passengers on the flight became ill, and they uh, they had to get off. They landed at the airport oh, around 4 p.m. Was it an emergency landing? Uh, they... Don't believe it was okay. an emergency landing. You want to take a guess what happened? Uh, there was an odor in the plane. Oh, there was definitely an odor in the plane. There was definitely an odor in the plane. This is according to uh, WNCN Raleigh, North Carolina, Eddie. Uh, the plane was uh, – everyone had to deboard the plane – because a person passed gas on an American Airlines plane, causing passengers to get nausea and headaches. Oh no! All the passengers, all the passengers were taken off the plane after the incident was investigated. It was determined that a passenger had indeed farted. Uh, authorities later said the incident no! was. A, they said the incident was a medical call, and they contacted the Wake County EMS. <laughs> Now what? Well, what could this? If it was that bad, maybe this guy has got some serious health problems. What could this or person? Girl. What could this person have possibly eaten? Like what? What could they have consumed that would have created that kind of gaseous mass that would have caused a plane to empty out at an airport? American Airlines, big flight there. It's amazing. Yeah, we I, don't know the name of the person. I want to know the name. I want to know where they're from. I want to know their DNA. I want to know everything. I want a background check on the family, see if other relatives have this ability. Uh, they, they could join the military. You're, you're almost treating like this is some sort of superpower. Yes. You know, this is non-lethal. Well, it might be lethal. Apparently, some of these people consider it lethal. But we don't need to shoot people. We just put these people on the front lines in combat. These, these could be American heroes, Eddie. You imagine? No one, no man, woman, or child can stop the power of Fartman. I already made that movie, didn't they? I think they made the... Uh, that was Howard Stern's character, wasn't it? Yeah. I believe it was. Boy, yeah. is, he, uh, is he on vacation this week? He'd have a field day with this one, wouldn't he? You imagine? That's got to be upsetting, too. Not only because of the smell, yeah, you but, think? but when you have to get taken off a flight, what a pain in the ass that is, right? What a pain in the ass. It's a nightmare yeah, situation. smell in the ass. Yeah. Oh, man, I hope we find out more about that. Eh? Uh, authorities did not release uh, the name of the guilty party. This person's got to be like the hap- happiest person around, right? You have like superpower fart that you are able to cause an entire plane to deboard, and EMS has to be called to the airport. That's yeah. unreal. Yeah, what a way for the Ben Maller show to start the week. Well, that's, that I had to get that story on it. Yeah. I didn't want to wait because that's my favorite yeah, story. Uh, you know, I mean, look, if this was that bad, clearly this person it was. This wasn't just your typical. You know, I got a little gas. This clearly. Do you think this, it was Taco Bell, Eddie? What do you think they were eating? It's possible. Yeah. Uh, clearly, there was something going wrong. Clearly, something something going wrong. Obviously, yeah. So this person is sitting in the seat and thinking, <laughs> "Man, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. Maybe if I could just kind of sneak this out here, I'll, I'll feel a little bit better." Yeah. And next thing you know, people are, uh, you know, almost passing out. Well, that's your version of the story. There's also a, a different version, a parallel version. Well, what if these were just some college kids that thought, well, why don't we go out and eat as much uh, gassy food as we can possibly eat, and let's see what will happen. What would let's- you, uh, if you wanted to do this, what would you eat? Wow, that's a great question. I know you you, you, yeah. you mentioned uh, the uh, run for the border there, but I mean, yeah, I, the, I know you don't eat vegetables, but I there are some vegetables that yeah. will, will cause some uh, some pretty good gas. What's the number one answer for you? I, like, I would go a lot of greasy fast food, and I'd. The key is you. Well, the belching thing, you've got to take deep breath, but you turn carbonated beverages, and then you take deep breaths between. The belch. Let's go to our eating expert, uh, the Coop. The de Coop, de Loop, Loop. Coop. You would like to add to this? Scene. You want to advance this story, Coop? Fresh out of Raleigh, North Carolina. Big story in Raleigh. I was actually just saying this to Danny G. The the ultimate weapon's got to be broccoli. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's a good call on that. Yeah. I don't know if this is the ultimate we- weapon. <laughs> it is. No, those, It's the ultimate weapon. It is. Okay. Because, you know, amateurs would think, oh, like chili or like, Beans. you know, bean and cheese yeah. burrito. No, no. See, that that you go for, that's, you know, quantity. But... <laughs> 
<laughs> Quality, you go broccoli. <laughs> now, now, Eddie, we, we must, in fairness here, we must say, American Airlines did say the plane had an odor issue. They're denying, though, that it was past gas. They're denying that. I believe the initial report. Remember, believe the initial story. Don't believe the follow-up story. I believe the initial report. <laughs> Too bad those uh, those little oxygen masks didn't pop down, <laughs> you know, from, <laughs> from the from the overhead <laughs> compartment there. That, that's outstanding. That, boy, that would have been uh, yeah. bragging rights yeah. for that guy. That's true. It was so yeah. bad. How bad was it? It was so bad. It was so the oxygen bad. mask yeah. came down. Right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Now, this came to my attention over the weekend. A listener sent me what appears to be a photograph of a new tattoo, which certainly is worthy of conversation on the radio. It involves the mega fight involving Floyd Money Mayweather and Conor McGregor, and it appears to show the arm of some jamoke who turned that pinstripe suit. Remember the Conor McGregor suit that said... F you, F you, F you, over and over, and that was the pinstripes. Remember that? You remember that? It's a week ago. All right. So, so apparently, this uh, this dope, uh, if you believe the photo, uh, decided, you know, I'm going to get that as a tattoo. So, oh my, I'm so, looking at this now. Okay, now this has to be fake, right? I, I, I hope it is. I am but... very cynical about this. I do not believe this to be true. I've seen the photo. I've analyzed it. I do not think this is true. Eddie, you're looking at it right now. Uh, I would like all my my people to look at this, all the guys on the show. Uh, and you listening, you probably can't look at it because you're doing something. But we will be the, the vote, people that vote. Now, I'm going to go first here. The guy that did this is some guy named Jordan. Uh, well, he tweeted out the photo. Th- this has to be, this has to be fake. He's the same guy, apparently, who went, viral by saying he would quit Twitter for a year if Manchester United, some players scored a goal, and then the guy scored a goal, and he actually followed through on it, and he didn't tweet for exactly one year. There's no way. Because how do you get a job with that? You can't get a job with that. Well, you got to wear long sleeves, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you think? I'm going to say it's real. I'm going fake. I, I'm there going, are people that stupid in the nah, world. No, nah, no, come yeah, on. Yeah, there are. Oh, yeah. Nah. It's how many times is it on there? I mean, how, how many? We got 15 FUs on there? No, more than that. More than that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Danny? Dang, Ben. I have uh, not that many tattoos, 17. So I, I know what they look like. That looks like a real tattoo. No. I should say tattoos. Right, because... I, I'm counting 25 FUs. I just did a count twenty five. Coop, real or fake? I'm going. I'm going fake. These two guys think real. I'm going real as well, Ben. I, oh, I'm, come on! I analyze the tattoo. All the letters are are different. Uh, I mean, it's a good Photoshop yeah, job. No, it does not look like Photoshop. I, I no. <laughs> I'm going. No one in America ben. today. I don't. This guy lives in England. I don't know where the hell this dog lives. What? With all the people you've talked to on yes. the radio, yes. you're going to think no one would do something this stupid? Yes! No, I don't think someone would do that. I, I totally believe no that. No way! Would be this ben, dumb. think of that guy that got the Dallas Cowboys star saying world champion. There are people who have tattooed uh-huh. their faces. No, I know. I sat on. I, I, when I used to live in downtown LA and I would take the train uh, around, I, they actually have a subway system in LA. No one uses it except really scary people. And I, I would take it. And I one time was coming back from a, an event at Staples Center back to my uh, my home, uh, and there was I sat right across. This guy was like smiling at me, and he had a tattoo on his face, uh, and he, he was like, it was very on his forehead, like his whole forehead was tatted up. It was very awkward, and I was trying to like smile, and I was like I was just trying to be polite. I was like, don't rip my head off. Don't rip my head off. The worst thing's when you see an attractive female that has tats on her neck and her. Oh cheek. yeah, that's a tough and, one. Yeah, that's a tough one. You know, that's uh, is that the in thing now? Am I missing? Am I, am I the old? Are we the old people now? Is that the no? no? Okay. All right. Well, you can check it out. We'll retweet that. But I'm going fake. I I would like to believe in humanity. Uh, I I would like to Sucker. believe <laughs> that this whoever this person is uh, did not do this. But, all right. So the Ben Maller show on Fox, and that is the notorious. Tattoo, real or fake? You investigate. I looked at it several times. I think fake. 
These guys believe it's legit. I would have to see it in person. I'd have to see video of it to, to, for me to believe that it's uh, on the up. All right, so Maller to the third degree. That's what time it is, yes? It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Third degree time, and we bring in the Coop de Loop. Ben, the Carson Wentz era in Philadelphia got off to a great start with the Eagles starting 3-0. and well, Then they lost nine of their next 11 games, finishing last in the NFC East. Now, during the radio interview over the weekend, Carson Wentz said the Eagles can go from worst to first next season. Now, the team did add a number of pieces in the offseason, including LeGarrette Blunt and a couple of uh, receivers for Carson Wentz. Do you think that's a realistic move? Well, I got two thoughts on the Eagles. Number one, it is the time of the year to sell optimism. If I am the Eagles, here's what I want. I expect Carson Wentz to say this kind of propaganda. Right? The better question here is, does he actually believe it? And the answer to that is unlikely. It's unlikely. Wentz knows what's, what this is all about. He's been through this for a year now. He understands the talent disparity. And number two, Carson Wentz, he appeared to me that he was in over his head. People got all excited by the first couple games in Philly, and he's the wild card in all of this. The Cowboys and Giants have more talent. The Redskins have a better quarterback in Kirk Cousins outside of catastrophic injury to several different players on the Redskins, the Giants, and the Cowboys. The NFC East is not going to be a division that's very friendly to the Philadelphia Eagles. Philly is looking at mediocrity in 2017. So that realistically, if they win eight games, the Eagles, that's a pretty good year. Next! And the Brewers haven't been to the playoffs in over five years, and as of now, they lead the Cubs by five and a half games. Rumors over the weekend say that the Brewers are pursuing a trade for Sonny Gray to solidify their hold on the division. Ben, do you think that the Brewers need to make a splash at the deadline to maintain their lead? Yes, I'm a trade guy. I make trades and I ask questions later. Absolutely. First of all, this is completely unexpected. The Brewers were supposed to stink. They were supposed to be the scent coming out of a porta potty at the end of a concert weekend when there's only a couple porta potties. You know that smell? And they're not supposed to be in the penthouse. They have had several players exceed expectations in Milwaukee led by Travis Shaw, who was on the scrap heap in Boston, and they they've dragged players out of the Korean League, and they've hit a bunch of home runs. It would be a waste for the Brew Crew to pass up a playoff berth, which is there. They, they can attain this. This is doable. This is legit. The Brewers can get in the postseason this year. Now, they'll get swept by the Dodgers or the Nationals, but you still get in the postseason. And how many times is this going to be a a possibility for the Brewers when you consider their lot in life? And secondly, even if the player Milwaukee gets, let's say it is Sonny Gray, even if the player they get does not dominate, right, does not perform up to expectations, it is still essential to make a trade. Why? Because it shows the entire roster. It is a morale booster. It points out and highlights the fact that the Brewer players know the front office believes in them, that it is a united front, that it's not management against the players. This is not like Oakland where they just unload half their roster every trade deadline every year. The Cubs, are they are a wounded animal here. They they are beatable. That's not going to be the case that often, whether it's the Cubs or the Cheating Cardinals or the other teams in the division. Take advantage of this if you're Milwaukee. This is the opportunity to do it. Go out and get Sonny Gray or get another starting pitcher. Fortify the rotation for the final couple months of the season. Next! Now, as you surely know by now, James Harden just signed the richest contract extension in NBA history, giving him four more years on top of the already the two that he already had for a total of $228 million. Now, after signing that uh, during an interview on Saturday... James Harden said, I know where home is. I'm here forever, implying that he doesn't plan to ever leave the Rockets. Ben, do you believe him? Uh, Yes. I I am very confident that James Harden believes what he says. 
Uh, I, I would say there's actually about a 20% chance the Beard gets to finish his career in H-Town. But the question was, do I believe him? Yes, I believe that's in James Harden's mind right now. Yes, A, Harden will surely play out the prime years of his basketball career in a Rockets uniform. He's in his prime right now. I understand that he's treated like a Greek god of hoop in Houston. However, here's the rub. Beliefs are not facts, right? Beliefs and facts are separate. Sometimes they're the same, but oftentimes they're separate. Soon, he's going to be 28 years old. James Harden wants to be a Rocket forever at that age. However, 32-year-old James Harden may grow stale of Houston. Houston might grow stale of him and want to try something different. And B, it is highly unlikely that an aging Chris Paul puts the Rockets past the Warriors in this run, which means that Harden's prime years will not result in a championship, and if he wants to keep playing and chase the championship ring, he'll have to do it in some other laundry. All right, there it is, Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you pass this edition. That's a winner! Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. For those that are fascinated by another man's footwear and the shoe business altogether, Lonzo Ball has a lot of people chattering, and, and his father as well, the, the Laker rookie, who has yet to play in a regular season game. There have been no regular season games. Uh, has essentially been a runway model during these god-awful summer league contests. Uh, one night, it's the big ball of brand. The next night, it's Nike. Then he'll wear the Adidas and then Under Armour as well. So what is the end game? What is the end game to all this? Now, LeVar Ball broke it down over the weekend. And you might have missed this because you maybe were out doing stuff or you just don't give a crap about shoes. Well, I hope you care a little bit. Uh, I, I'm fascinated by LeVar Ball. I am. I, I like this guy. And uh, so he he admitted here, he blabbed LeVar, that it is making a statement, the fact that his son has been wearing all these different various shoe companies uh, randomly during the summer league. Uh, LeVar Ball babbling on saying it, it is making a statement to the brands of what they could have had. Uh, with an open mind. Uh, it's just great. The uh, patriarch went on to say the players are the brand ambassadors. The brand is nothing without the players. And then LeVar put the cherry on top by saying, from what I read here, that if the price is right, come on down. Yes, uh, he said we are officially in the shoe game. The balls are in the shoe game. And that they are a billion-dollar brand either way. He uh, he grimaced. Now, uh, he was also on Fox Sports Radio with Chris Broussard over the weekend. Let's hear from uh, LeVar Ball. Right? This is LeVar. All right. Here's LeVar. Let's look. How that shoe look and how Lonzo can wear any shoe that he wants. And I know Nike is looking like, damn, we should have got him. Adidas, we should have got him. Under Armour, we should have got him. But they I made want them all to see that. They so they, but the door's still open where they could get him, right? Before next yeah, season. They could get him. All of them could get him for three billion dollars. <laughs> three billion wasn't it one now, billion? No, that was a discount. That, that was before. <laughs> now it went up to three billion. <laughs> I love this guy. I love who I was not the he's a cartoon character, this guy, LeVar Ball. He's wonderful. All right, so let's talk about this. Now, the, the question, question. I love our balls. Uh, what are the odds that Lonzo Ball actually ends up getting a shoe deal worth $3 billion? How about zero? How about zero? But what are the odds that Lonzo Ball actually gets a shoe deal with one of these core four sneaker brands? Now, it's not going to be a $3 billion. It ain't going to be a billion. But... There is a middle ground here between $3 billion and a couple million. So I'm going to say that he does end up working something out by the time the NBA regular season comes around. So I'm going to go 60%. I'm going to go 60% 
that Lonzo Ball ends up getting a shoe deal. It is certainly heading in that direction. And I had a couple of thoughts on on LeVar Ball and Lonzo, for that matter, and Lonzo. Admiration and publicity stunt. Uh, It's just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. A, LeVar Ball is like the Teflon Don. Of basketball, right? Uh, people say, well, once this kid gets drafted, he'll kind of fade away and Lonzo will do his own thing. We won't hear from LeVar. Wrong. Uh, and when his uh, son Lonzo showed up in Nikes, uh, those those people that care about such things gawked, right? There was a lot of gawking. People claimed victory and said, aha, this is now tangible proof that LeVar Ball had failed. His own line of shoes was a failure. Wrong? That's right. Wrong. Now, we're we're talking about a hustler, a marketing maven in LeVar Ball. This guy has gotten more mainstream free media play than anyone. Can you name – seriously, who else has come even close to LeVar Ball getting mainstream media attention, whether it's here at Fox Sports Radio – uh, television, ESPN's all over the ball family, uh, and every other sports outfit. They can't get enough of the balls. So he's a hustler, and he's he's marketing wise a genius. He's a cross. You know what he is? Levar Ball is a cross between a cockroach and Donald Trump. All right, and throw in some cartoon fun, and that's what you got with Levar Ball. He, just when you think that he is going to go down, that he's on the ropes, he rises back up, he bounces back up, and for that, I have admiration. I have admiration. His basketball sneaker price, you heard him with Chris Broussard, it's gone up. Now it went up to $3 billion. <laughs> Much That was very similar to my contract negotiations last year. I went into Don Martin's office here, the, the big uh, CEO of Fox, uh, the radio side, and uh, we said, well, well, your your contract's coming up at the end of the year. I said, Don, very simply, I got a number. I got a number in my head. I'm sure you have a number in your head. My number, what, what was my number again? What was it again? It was $3 billion. That was my number. Now, Don gave me his number, and we reached a compromise. Uh, it was you know, might have been closer to his number, but we reached a compromise is what we did. Now it went up to $3 billion. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Wrong! <laughs> All right, so the second part of this, there's a little birdie that tells me there's actually uh, some bidding that has taken place. Now, I don't know if you'd call it a bidding war. Uh, the person that would be in the know that, that passed this on to me, they wouldn't go as far as to say bidding war, but there have been some offers that uh, that Lonzo's play has gotten some attention, but not even really his play. There's a buzz around Lonzo Ball because of the Laker lemmings continue to uh, blindly follow this team right off the cliff and so Nike has taken note of that, and uh, Nike and friends, they're in the business of making money. And the Summer League, we know it's a step below Venice Beach Street basketball, and most of these guys will be lucky to play basketball professionally in Bangladesh or Papua New Guinea, but they're still uh, still getting attention. And so that's, that's the name of the game. The, the, the rest of these guys will be working stiffs like you and I are. And so the Laker historians have been making the pilgrimage in record numbers to Lost Wages, Nevada. And uh, they just went right off Shut the up, cliff. Bill Miller! One after the next. You know, they keep going off the cliff. And so they're cliff diving is what they are. That's what we should call them, cliff divers. Uh, they just fall for it. And so more importantly, though, the media types, again, cannot get enough. Uh, I, I am open about it. I don't lie. I don't pretend like I'm not part of this. Uh, yes, absolutely. We're not mainstream, though. We're not mainstream. I was told one time, mainstream, 6 a.m., 6 p.m. on radio. Mainstream. We're overnights. We're not mainstream. Jerk yourself away. That's right. We're not mainstream. Uh, so th- this is a wonderful mitzvah for LeVar Ball. It's a great publicity stunt. Even with the the shoe drama, the Summer League has been used as a a catwalk, if you will, for Lonzo Ball. He's like a model. And I'm going to walk down the court wearing Nikes, and now I'm wearing Adidas, and now look at me in Under Armour. And he's twirling around out there on the court. And so what's the end game on this? The end game is that Lonzo Ball and LaVar, his 
representation, uh, they're, they're not going to get the the billion or the three billion, but they'll get a deal likely from what I've been told in the neighborhood of ten million over five years, maybe even more than that, which is not chopped liver. And fashion matters, right? The the NBA has become so obsessed with fashion. We are at the point now. I don't know when this happened, and I'd like to know who the first person was that created this. But during the NBA playoffs, when the star players enter the arena, it's like a fashion runway. They're like models down the runway now. It's annoying, but it does not appear to be stopping anytime soon. Uh, is it Russell Westbrook's fault? Is it his fault? I, I, he, he's been the guy. But it was before him. It wasn't just Russell Westbrook that started that. So the parting shot, parting shot on this, the one thing that I have learned, my big takeaway from the shoe roulette, and, and I have not watched uh, the Summer League. I've not. I've seen the box scores, and I've seen, we've seen the stories that have caught some attention. But the, the takeaway is how unimportant basketball sneakers really are. Lonzo Ball has been changing his shoes just about every game, and his performance has not really suffered. He didn't play well the first game, but that you could say was first game jitters. Uh, He's played better against these rejects and uh, losers in the summer league, and that's the big takeaway. If you are buying basketball shoes because you think, if there's anyone that thinks that buying these shoes are going to help you play better on the court – you're being sold a bill of goods here. You're being had. Now, I'm all for it. If you want to buy them for fashion, but if, if you're buying them for performance, I think you've got to admit here, this is a mistake. I mean, don't fool yourself here. When you, when you peek behind the curtain, there really isn't much difference between a Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, whatever the, the, the core four shoe companies are, uh, there's not much difference in that. It, and yet... This debate, now I know that I'm going to hear from people that love Nike. I'm a Nike guy, and Nikes are better than Adidas. And, uh, please. Bobo, who I, does he still work here? I don't know. I haven't seen Bobo in a while. Uh, but Bobo, who occasionally would fill in on our show, Bobo loves the Nikes. had a huge collection. He even brainwashed his kid. Uh, his kid's got, like, the obsession with the Nikes now. And so it's like a family thing. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. And we bring in Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. One of these guys that he wanted me to bring up, and I don't know why he would want me to bring this up, that Lonzo Ball actually hurt himself in the game on Sunday. He has a, a bad calf. So Yes, I did see that news. And, uh... I guess he's soft, and uh, he's uh, already fragile in the summer league. Uh, or they just, you know, they're not going to obviously push him out there. Any any little uh, injury, they're going to be cautious and take him out of the game. I don't think he actually has a sore calf. I think that uh, that Fox from Sacramento walked in the arena and he's like, Oh, my God, I'm triggered! Oh, my God! Is that what you think? Yes. I think that might be it. De'Aaron Fox walked in and he's like, Oh, my God, no! Not the Aaron Fox! My calf is hurting me right now! So that's Coop, a recreation. Coop and, Coop and Danny aren't aren't budging on this. Yeah. They're not uh, not taking. I think you'd have to admit though. These how many games have the Lakers played in the summer league? Yeah, how many games have they played? I don't know. Uh, like uh, six, know. seven, something like that. Uh, sure, pretty six. brittle. He's already been hurt twice. Yeah, that's he's delicate. Well, I mean, what a some guys have been shut down completely, haven't they? The, I mean, you keep getting hurt like that. It's got to be a little annoying. I'm here. pretty sure he'll be all right. You got to admit that's a red flag, though. Yes? <laughs> no. I think so. Uh, it's could... all right. Missing missing like a, a game and a half of summer league is much better than missing out on entire playoff series because you can't stay on the court. Well, but he's a young man. Uh, how old is he? What, 20 years old, 19 years old, something like that? I think you'd have to admit that the definition of brittle is when you consistently show a pattern of getting hurt. Blake Griffin missed his entire rookie season. But We're not talking again. About, that's a red herring. We're not talking about oh, Blake. You can We're do talking the red about herring? Lonzo Ball. Break. The point of conversation. He's 19 years old, Lonzo Ball. He's got a bad calf, and according to you, Coop, a bad groin. He's 19. His body's falling apart right now. <sighs> yeah, you can tell. Coop loops hurt by this, and Danny oh, G's so even upset. more upset. He's he wasn't even, he wasn't even part of this because you know, you know why the engage a troll. The uncertainty around Lonzo Ball.
You just know. I know you're a fan of Lavar, and he's a soothsayer, not you. And I you remember what Lavar said? Lonzo Ball <laughs> is going to take the Lakers to the playoffs his first year. Yeah, and then when and then when the Lakers don't make the playoffs, he'll blame all the white guys in the Lakers as, as to why they don't get to the playoffs. Just like at UCLA, right? Oh, they don't those white. Do they have any white guys on the Lakers? Oh yeah, they got Euro white guys. Oh. Do they count? I don't know. Does no, that count? They're not going to be on the actual team. Racist. Well, I don't know. I, uh, what's the breakdown of it? They're According gonna, to you, they're going to be bagging groceries. <laughs> no, no, the guys in the summer league will be bagging the uh, the groceries on them. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for ten whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw All right, here we go. Time now for the Insta Advice Line Unscreened Radio. Unscreened Radio. Now, who needs our advice this week? Who is it? So many people in the wacky world of sports. Who? Now, we have several options that we can do, and I think we'll we'll throw a dart here. And uh, who needs our advice? Now, it is expected that in the next couple of weeks here, the New York Knickerbockers are likely going to trade Carmelo Anthony. But Carmelo Anthony has a no-trade clause, and so he can decide where he wants to go or if he wants to be traded at all. So what is your advice? You are the counsel of Carmelo Anthony. You are the person advising him. Give some mellow advice on where Carmelo should end up. What would you do? All right, that's the deal. If you know the number, call right now. We'll go through as many of these calls as we can. It is rapid fire, so keep calling if you get a busy signal. And we will start out with you on a line. Let's start out on line two. Hello, line two. You are on the air. Your advice, please, to Carmelo. He needs to thank Jesus, Salvation Army, the Stoke of St. Mary's, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Go Vikings! All right, yes. Thank you, uh, Jesus! Line three, you are next. We're giving advice to Carmelo Anthony. Line number three. John 316. No, there it is, the John 316 guy. Line four, you are next. Advice to Carmelo Anthony on what he should do now, where he can end up. Just retire. You've made enough money. Yeah, it's good advice. Why not? Carmelo's advanced by basketball age. Oh, it's the John 316 guy again. Talked over you. I'm sorry, man. Line six. Hello, line six. Carmelo needs to tell them I want to be a Laker just like LeVar Ball. (laughs) Yes, I would endorse Carmelo on the Lakers. That would be a wonderful addition. I want, in fact, I want Lonzo to learn how to be an NBA player from Carmelo. I, I hope he follows the same work ethic that Carmelo has had and uh, lackadaisical play on the court. Hello, line one. Hey, Ben, this is Kenny in Spokane. I would tell them to go over to Ben Maller's house and eat some of the leftover meat. Yeah. Oh, listen, sir. You don't need to bring that. That's the two-year-old soundbite. Line two. Oh, I'm not going to choke on my meat. Yeah, okay, good. Don't. Uh, line three. Hello, line three. Hey, Ben, what's wrong with your condors, man? Nothing. They've had a, the top off season in the NBA. Wrong. Been great. Wrong. Got everyone they wanted. Line wrong. four. Got rid of an aging point guard. Hello, line four. Smoke weed every day. I think he's already got that down, possibly. Advice for Carmelo Anthony. He is expected to be traded the Rockets, the Blazers, and several other teams have been mentioned. Where does Melo end up? Line five. Hello. In Houston, pack your condoms. All right. Yes. Uh, let's go to you. Random line. Random Hi, line. Ben. Oh, it's Cowboy John Brad in Windsor, Ontario. Who? Yeah, well, first of all, uh, rest in peace, 96-year-old sportscaster Bob Wolfens. Come on, Wansley, he should get himself a box, 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 box. Hey, where are the white women at? Line one, you are next. Advice to Carmelo Anthony. Line one. John 316. Oh, that guy's working over. We know he's got at least two phones going, and he's got the Bible on his lap right there. He has a divine connection. How come no other Bible verses, though? How is the John 3.16? Why not? There's other, there's other stuff in there. You know, there's one part of the Bible. Hello, line two. Hello. Go. Your advice for Carmelo. Good and- job, I don't know. I don't, what do you say? I don't know. Uh, line three. Go. Uh, I'm going to give some 
advice saying do whatever it takes to get on my favorite team, the Miami. Uh, all right. I think that was serious. Uh, li- line four. Hello, line four. Who's going to eat the little Ben? Line five. You're next. Advice to Carmelo Anthony. Where should he end up? Line five. He should go at a strip club to have uh, name brand condoms in the bathroom. Yeah, okay. Line line six. Hello, go. Your advice. Just play the game. Yes, that's very important. You gotta play the game. Play the game. No days off. Line one, advice for Carmelo Anthony. Go play your intermuros, brother. Line two, hello. Advice for Mello. Get an electric blanket and peer out. <laughs> All right, uh, Line three, you are next. It's the instant advice line on Fox Sports Radio. It's the Ben Mather Show. We're giving advice to Carmelo Anthony. You're on the air, line three. Thank you for that. Line four, go. He needs a visit from Tom Looney. Line five, you are on the air. Line five, advice for Mello. Put baby oil all over your body and let it glisten. (laughs) Who's going to eat the little Ben there? That's some good advice there. Women like that, Eddie. When you put the baby oil all over there, they can't get enough of that. Oh, do they? You you would know all about that? Back when I was a male stripper. Line six. Hello, line six. Advice for Carmelo Anthony. Relax. Yes. I think we've given that before. Random line. Your advice for Carmelo. Where should he end up? Carmelo Walker, Morris Parish, and free Anthony. Baseball Hall of Fame. We've heard it. Uh, Line one, go. Mary 420. That's a new one. Uh, that's, I don't believe that's in the Bible. Line two. Hello, line two. Line two is not there. We'll move on. Line three. Carmelo Anthony needs some advice. You are the counsel. What is your advice for Mello? I'd say, Ben, buy a pair of big baller sneakers so he can play a little better. Yeah, that's very important. No condom, Carl. Line four. Hello. Go. He needs to be like Peyton Manning because Manning's the best ever. Oh, thank God that guy got on. We haven't heard the guy from Canton, though, yet, have we? No, we've not. We, now you smoked him out, Danny. He's not calling. Line five, go. Yeah, that dog has licked all over that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we should maybe take, arf, a, arf, take arf, a shower. Arf. Line six, go. Should go to Houston and do a bunch of blow with some hookers. Yeah, okay. Sounds like you know about that. Line one, hello. Yeah, go back to Lala. She don't mind when you travel. Okay, wow. Line two, hello. Hey, Ben, this is Kenny in Spokane again. I got in. You asked for other Bible verses? I would say Ezekiel twenty-five seventeen. Yeah, okay. Uh, line three, go. Become commissioner of the summer league. <laughs> Become, was that Angry Bill? I just sounded like, like Angry out. Bill. Okay, we'll do one more and only one more. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I will blame the Koopa Loop, who is going to pick the final call on the Insta advice line for Carmelo Anthony. Here we go. Line five. Line five. Don't let me down. Line five. Your advice, please, for Carmelo Anthony. Where should he end up? He should contact King Eddie and take whatever advice King Eddie gives him. Why is that? Why Why is that, sir? King Eddie knows all. Yeah, that's yeah. right. King of Radio. Yeah. Oh, there's our guy. Alive and well, a free man. Yep. And uh, very nice. Uh, your life going well, yes? Life is good. Life is very good. All right. I'm glad you're still listening. You still have that sleep thing. You can't sleep, right? You, you're you up. Correct. You only sleep two hours a day. Is that right? Three. Three hours a day. Go, King Eddie. And you're fully uh, rested. and Well, you feel rested. You're not tired. You're good to go. No, I'm, keep, I'm keeping track of my Nielsen audio readings right now. All right. Well, very good. All right. Thank you. There you go. How about that, Eddie? Big. Nice. Right there. Says Michael, I believe, right? I think that's it. That's He's the you. King Eddie guy to me. Yeah, he is the King Eddie guy. He's the guy that said King Eddie. He's the guy that uh, came up with it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. NFL, book them. Book them, Dano. We got to get caught up on this. We got NFL arrests over the weekend. Now, there's a couple that we've missed here. <laughs> Uh, and we'll go through the the tail of the tape here. Now, Coop, you are the keeper of the NFL bookum, but we had an incident involving a certain running back 
for the Houston Texans, Deontay Foreman, who was arrested in Austin. The Texans released the standard. <laughs> I love this. Did you see their PR release? The Texans are aware of a situation involving Deontay Foreman. We are gathering additional information and will have no further comment at this time. Outstanding. Uh, but he was arrested in Austin early in the morning over the weekend. Marijuana and gun charges. His agent's denying everything. Uh, this is very rare. The Texans uh, had that long streak without getting anyone arrested. Uh, but that is uh, that has ended now. And so I believe, did Danny, I think you had the Texans. Is that right, Coop? Is that? Uh... Yes, unfortunately, that is correct. Congratulations. Yeah, I've been having good luck with guns lately. Now, what do we do with the Michael Floyd story? Who had the Vikings? Who has the Vikings on that? That's a tough one. What do you do with that? Coop's looking right now. He's trying to figure out the uh, the list of. Things. Well, there there wasn't an arrest, correct? Well, this is this is the uh, the, the arrest and the violation. It, it it was supposed to be a two game suspension, but the kombucha tea. So they ended up getting. You four have the games. Vikings, Ben. Eddie. Yes. Kombucha tea. I should get some credit for that. No, you should not. I should. Coop. Jeez, I should have known the second that you asked that it was you that had the <laughs> I didn't know I had the yeah, mic, but Coop. you didn't. Coop. It was your second-round pick. Now, that's part of that's extreme DUI, but part of that is also the violation with the kombucha tea. So I think I should get some points for that. I believe I deserve a couple of points. Now, Danny's ahead. No. No, 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 no. No. You don't get I get any some credit for that. that. I get, Why would you I get credit Vikings. for that? He's on the Vikings. The he arrest happened before the game it started. Does, it doesn't matter. It does. It does. This game it is doesn't about matter. arrests. He got an extra two games because of kombucha tea. He got fermented tea cost him an extra couple of the, games. There's no extra points for the kombucha tea. I, no, 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 no. I will have the people vote. We will have the people decide. I don't care what the people decide. <laughs> wow. It's not happening. What are, You're not getting the what point. What a schmuck. You what a schmuck. Nothing. You're trying you to lose. cheat I'm not again. trying to cheat. I'm not going to even if I got a couple of points. I wouldn't win with this. I'm not going to win with this. And, you and you I'll forgot give, the Bills tackle I, from last week. I know. Week. The Bills guy got arrested. Congratulations. That's another one for you. What's the guy's name? Washington or something uh, like that? Dolphus Washington. Dol- you ever heard of that guy? No. no. Apparently okay. he's a defensive tackle yeah. and outside of a water park last Sunday. Yeah. Never heard of him. He had a gun right in front of a police officer. That's a smart move. Yeah. The police like that. And then when the officer asked <laughs> yes. him, why do you have that out when I'm right here? He said, uh, I was putting it away. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> of course. It's like the Old West. Uh, all right. So you had that one. But I, yeah, uh, I got two gun charges in a row. All right. Congratulations. Uh, and uh, the NFL book, and we determined will continue until the start of the regular season. Is that what we? Uh, no, no, the start oh. of veteran. Uh, the end of it will be oh. when veterans report. Well, how about Wait, when? What? They- when did we decide that, Danny? Oh, not ben cool. decided that live on the air. The I last thought live on the air. He that. decided that it was start of the regular season. Well, how, I, yeah. No, uh, we could go back, and I'll pull well, it off could- the podcast. A man that's willing to change. I, I oh I'm willing God. to Eddie, change. Eddie, you were here, right? When when all uh, right, we got to stop. We got pause here. Oh my goodness, oh my are God. you serious? All right, we'll figure this out. But the, again, I'm filing a formal protest. I believe I should get some credit for the Vikings, Michael Floyd, the kombucha tea. I believe I am worthy of at least like a, a couple of points on that. Uh, and I think you, the listener, agree. Yeah, you're you're shaking your head. Yes, give Ben some points. All right. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. 
Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app.